Steven, how's, how's it going, going, my man? Good, dude. How are you? <laughs> doing good, dude. I cracked over, I cracked open a, a beer for you. Cheers, brother. I'll cheers to that. All right. <laughs> cheers, bro. Dude, I love the setup, man. Freaking all professional. Get the mic and everything. I'm uh, me on the other hand, I'm not doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Where are you, dude? You look like you're on the next set of like Ghostbusters or, you know, like you're in a haunted house waiting for the ghost to come out. I'm in the gulag, man. <laughs> the Bolsheviks, they got me, dude. Yeah. Um. So Sorry, I have this question. I, I, I know you're not that active on Instagram, but I posted this on my story today. And uh, this is a quote I got from Andrew Tate. And, um, you know, I, I, I partially, you know, reside with it a little bit, but it's, he said, you know, the uh, the saying, follow your passion is bullshit. You know, if you want to go pick up, you know, if being around animals and picking up zebra shit all day, just so you could be around the animals is your passion, go do it. But you're not going to, you know, you're not going to, and I apologize. I, I didn't explain that well. You know, follow, follow your passion is bullshit if you're trying to be rich. Because if you're trying to pick up zebra shit and be around animals, you're not going to get rich. But if you want to, you know, suffer and be like a stockbroker, because I promise you, more than half of these people who are real estate brokers, um, you know, stockbrokers, finance bros, all of that, I promise they weren't growing up wanting to be that. Maybe they are now, the kids are now because of TikTok, but nobody grew up wanting. I, I didn't grow up saying, oh, well, mom, when I grow up, I want to be a commercial real estate broker. You know, I, I was like, mom, when I grow up, I want to fucking suffer and struggle so I could have the dream and have the things that I want in the future. Thoughts. That's though, actually. That's actually really funny that you would ask that because, well, the fact that you're bringing up stockbrokers and whatnot. Um, so I just watched American Psycho last night. Have you seen that? I love that movie. Dude, the first time. And I was like, wow. But like one thing you got to realize is like, or one scene that's like really deep is when he's in the car with Evelyn and, and he, he hates his life, man. He's rich as shit, but he hates his damn life. Mm-hmm. And um, and she's like talking to him and about how he hates his job, and she's like, "You don't even like that job. Like, why do you, why like why are you trying so hard?" And he's like, "I just want to fit in, you know." And so I don't know, man. I guess there's there's like there's a fine line to walk because yeah, like you know, if that's your passion, picking up zebra shit, like good for you. But yeah, you're not gonna make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, money isn't everything. It certainly is nice to have. Um, but I think, I don't know. Like, I think, I don't know. Andrew Tate almost, in that regard, it almost seems like just exaggeration. Like, there are things you can be passionate about that can make you a lot of money. Yeah. You know? um, so I, I don't know. If, if you, if, if, getting rich means like having no passion that sounds like a pretty dour existence it sounds like a patrick bateman type life you know no. i don't know if i'd be all that so there for it so i i may have worded this wrong so when i mean getting rich i'm not saying it's like your your number one goal but it's like a it's like it's it's a goal it's a it's a passion obviously you know it's like you're not gonna screw people over and you know i mean some people you know, do, but you know, some people, you know, it's not like, you know, you're in the office all the time. You're not spending time with family, any of that. But like what I'm trying to get to is that it's like, you know, everybody wants to like get out of the rat race, even if they don't even know that they want to get out. 
but true. then they choose okay. jobs that really or they choose paths that don't really help them get to where they want to be because hey you know i'm not trying to bash on teachers i love teachers and there are a lot of teachers in other states like my sister went to private school i'm assuming they those teachers made a lot of money um but a lot of teachers aren't rich but it's their passion and they get disrespected and they get treated like shit but hey it's their passion so yeah no i i don't know i guess i guess the the main point being is like you're right like everyone does one out of the rat race because fuck i mean like fuck that for forever like for now as a young yeah. like, as a young man like i don't really mind because it's like what else is there to do like i like working a lot but at some point like i guess i guess like being rich materialistically yes that does sound pleasing but like also you know spiritually i'd like to be rich as well like you said you're talking about like hanging out with your family or you know doing things like that that matter to you like if you're rich and you don't have that then i you know i feel like there's see can i can i counter that because you 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 touched on a point i'm sorry you touched on a point where a lot of people you know look at it you know this way is oh you you know rich is just about materialistic shit no it's not it's about freeing up your time it's about options yeah it is If, if if i'm wealthy you know what I mean? Or if I have more money, I'm able to give my family more opportunities to go on vacation, family bonding trips. You know, if I'm wealthy, hey, you know, there's a there's a, you know, electricity, you know, breakout in, in, in you know, down our street for like the next, you know, two weeks. And it's going to take a long time to fix. I have the money to be able to put my family in a hotel for two weeks. You know, so I don't think it's always materialistic because, you know, when I when I become rich, not just lot, that too, like, but like, yeah, well, like I said earlier, like, if you know, I like, I like what you said, like, um, having options, mm-hmm. like freeing up your time. Um, because that most certainly, I feel like that would almost reflect on like a rich attitude, which mm-hmm. is, you know, just as worth just as much as ha- being materialistically rich. Um, just like having like the fortitude to overcome adversity, you know what I'm saying? Right. And like, like, well, it's not always that way. Like you don't eat from the start of your life. You don't just like have unlimited options and you can put, unless, you know, you're born into daddy's money or something and you've been rich your whole life and your whole life is just nepotism. But there's like a lot of success stories out there that started from, you know, nothing. And it, and it really started with a rich mindset. You know, they're just, they woke up and they're like, Hey, I'm, you know what? I could say I'm tired or I could say I'm sad or I could complain, but, but, but fuck that. Like I'm going to get mine. It's a beautiful day. Like I, I tell dude, every morning I make my damn bed and I always tell myself like I am of purpose. Cause it starts right here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I thought that was a fair, like, I, I like that. Cause that's like, at the end of the day, that's totally what I want, dude. Like I want a family and like, I want, I want the the resources to exactly to be able to take care of them very well and to like, and have, a, and be able to spend a lot of time with them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, we were having a really good discussion off camera and I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Cause it was really, really, really good. Um, let me, I'm trying to think. 
Well, while we're while we're thinking, I'll just I'll, I'll come up with another topic. Um, so how is how's life going? How's school? I guess you know to get more specific, because you, I'm not a big advocate of school. I'm not I'm not for it. You know you all yeah. we obviously have like you know really you know kind of you know similar mindsets, but you go to school and I look at school as like a, a scam. So what what yeah, are your thoughts? No, on it's that? that's that's really funny. I was because I was kind of thinking about it earlier. And like, the, the, I feel like school is like so integrated into the system now. It's like, yeah. like, like to be honest, like a diploma does look really good. Like it does. And like, that's kind of like, that's like the catch. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, if you want to go far in life, like you need this piece of paper that makes you look really good, but you have to slave away, you know, thousands of dollars and well hours okay you don't you slave away thousands of hours you know to pay off all the money that you put in like i almost went to ku kansas university for forty seven thousand dollars my first year like what a joke dude like and that's the thing so like i yeah i am going to 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 college right now but at least i'm going like to a really affordable school my tuition is three thousand per semester Mm -hmm. which is really cheap and that's that's without scholarship like i need i have a 3.4 gpa so honestly I, i'm pretty sure i'm eligible for scholarship and i, I need to apply but like three thousand dollars a semester for tuition is so cheap or three thousand five hundred somewhere in that ballpark depending on how many credits i'm taking yeah that's not um, bad at all no not at all and so that's the thing is like well here's the thing too dude is like like they give just worthless degrees nowadays, like gender studies degrees, like art history degrees. Like, yeah, let's be real. I mean, you're going to be a barista at Starbucks if you're lucky manager. Yeah. Um, Good job. And there's so many of, and dude, that's just, that's anything with studies, university studies, literally any degree that's got like studies <laughs> attached to the end of it is just worthless general studies degree. Like, the thing is, is like, you're kind of going to college to get a skill. And I feel like, like anything with studies is just too general. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's almost like on the, the lines of like, jack of all trade, but a master of none. But like, in the real world, if you're going to be a jack of all trade, you better be really damn good. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, because mastering a skill, that's really what's going to get you places in life. That's okay. really what's going to open doors. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. It's the, where it's really sad because they're just like college, college campuses are just breeding grounds for communism. I mean, they're they're driving kids into debt and then saying like, oh, blame capitalism for yeah. all of your problems. Yeah. While simultaneously, these universities are being capitalistic. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's really like backwards, I, I think, man. It's, um, I don't know. I had one of my coworkers ask me the other day what I, what I thought about communism. And I was like, well, dude, on paper, it's the best thing ever, dude. Mm-hmm. On paper, everyone wants communism, you know? But like in practice, in theory, good Lord, no. Mm-hmm. It's, it's awful, man. It's literally brought nothing but poverty, suffering, and death. So, Do you have any examples of that? Any examples of communism? How, how communism has brought poverty and death, which I uh, agree with you full heartedly, but I'm just, just for yeah. the listeners. The the Bolsheviks of Russia, dude, 
the what 1920 i mean joseph stalin i think it was like in 1931 essentially said that like russia was like industrial like its industrial capacity was like a hundred years behind any other european nation okay um and so that's that's really what the gul where the gulags came from like the gul gulags were like forced labor camps right to help russia industrialize and it did that they caught up really well he he believed that if that like his i don't know his words exactly but it was on the lines of that the fact that russia was like a hundred years behind in industrialization that if they didn't catch up within 10 years they would be completely taken over by other countries and 10 years later june 22nd uh hitler invaded russia so it was pretty it was pretty chilling like he was he was he was pretty I'm not going to say that he was right, but I mean, he was in the ballpark. But anyways, he did so many bad things in the name of communism, in the name of the party, dude. I mean, I think, I think, well, the estimates are like he killed like 20 million of his own people. And uh, communism, like literally in, where was it? In Ukraine, actually. I can't remember what the event is called. It was like the the... I can't remember what it's called, but it was like two year duration time period where I think like four to six million Ukrainians died. And there was no bread. Like if they, if they were caught stealing like grain, they were shot. But anyways, man, that's like, like I said, communism sounds really nice on paper, but I think people forget that people are people. And at the end of the day, people are capable of just terrible, evil things. Right. And that's exactly that's exactly what what the 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 Communist Party of Russia was, dude. It it like the the party the 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 face of the party mattered so much that it was willing to kill however many people it needed to, and that was that was proven with Stalin's purges. Right. And, I mean, yeah. That's that's a real world example. I mean, that was a great example. And, you know, for our listeners um, on here today with us, uh, you know, a lot of this is just opinionated. Um, some of it is factual. You could search it just to make sure that it is. I mean, everything um, I just talked about right there was, was pretty factual. factual. It yes. is definitely factual. But yes. a lot of this is opinionated. So don't come at us. All right. We're just two 20, you know, in our 20s, two <laughs> young men starting a podcast, having a good time. So. But no, no, no. I mean, to go back to the communi communism, I kind of look at it as like a high school. You know, the principals have all the power and all the students are the same. So, dude, sorry, sorry. Just just for context sake, the event that I was talking about, about the Ukrainians starving and some yeah. being shot and killed for stealing grain, it was called the Holodomor. The Holodomor. Okay. Yeah, and it was a man-made famine in Soviet Ukraine. So anyways, sorry, Ramza, you, you continue because you were talking about some good stuff. Well, I want to kind of change the topic, but, you know, I'll, I'll finish what I was saying. So pretty much what I said was I look at communists like a school. Um, the principals are the, the ones distributing and, you know, you know, distributing the laws, the cash, et cetera. And then you just have the students. Everyone, everyone in the student body is the same, but the principals have a hierarchy. So at the end of the day, there's still somebody making more money even though you feel like everything's equally distributed amongst each other there's still a lot of people on the top so that's why i think communism's bullshit um yeah. but i want to change i want to change the topic and i don't know if this is something you know that we have a lot of information on but uh you know 
a, a lot of things I've been seeing on social media is how, you know, men and women are switching roles. Men are becoming more feminine. Men are starting to, you know, paint their nails like MGK. You know, yeah. men are starting to, you know, it's okay to, you know, to cry and to, cry. I mean, it is. It, I, I guess it is okay to cry, but it's okay to cry in front of her. It's okay to in, cry in front of her. You know, it's okay to, you know, have her pay for that first date. It's so it's a, I, you know, and this is just, you know, this is what I've seen on social media. And then it seems like women are like, oh, I'm a boss bitch. I don't need a man. I could do this on my own. I'm the, I'm in the masculine role. If he's not six foot or if he doesn't make this amount of cash, goodbye. So I just, I just want to get your thoughts on that. Cause I feel like this is definitely screwed up our generation when it comes to dating. Yeah. I mean, you got Tinder, well, hinge bubble, all, all that, all that bullshit that's really you know messing with our heads and it's i i think it definitely has ruined this dating world because you know for lads like us who aren't just trying to go to the bar and you know pick up a chick and you know do the you know do the normal the norm you know we're trying to actually find a you know sophisticated lady who is about her shit a boss bitch i guess you well say. yeah but it's hard to, to find them it they, they say they're boss the bar is not a good drunk place on henny or something the bar is not a good place to be looking for a good right. So he, here, when I, here, here's what I want to counter it, though. is because you do have good girls at the bar. You do? You do. But when That's I used to go to the bar, point. and you can call me a bad boy, I don't know. But, like, when I did go to the bar, those girls who didn't look at themselves as, you know, like having a high number of body count, I'm not going to say the word. They were still at the bar every single time I went, but they were good girls. So that just fucking confused me. I was like, okay, so you're, I don't know. I'm, I'm, well, I'm going on a rant. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you're good. You're good. I don't, dude, hey, are those Chelsea's by the way? Are you wearing Chelsea's? I am wearing Chelsea's. Dude, I like... love those. I just got a pair of Chelsea's last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh my God. Sorry. Okay. You don't have so, to tie your shoes. It's amazing. Fanboying over here. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a, like a really, really broad topic. Very. And obviously. I mean, we could talk about that for <laughs> ever I mean, yeah. like literally but yeah but i certainly like i most certainly agree um like i, I see it actually at work too like like men are definitely young men especially are like being taken out of the the workforce um i guess not i shouldn't say being taken out of because they're not even really joining to begin with mm -hmm. and we talked we've talked about this before are you like, talking about like a diversity the, hire no 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 just oh. like a lot like like we've we've talked about this before and the fact that like men are being left behind exponentially but like to a certain degree a lot of that is their own fault i'm pretty sure me and you both agreed upon that if i'm yes, not we mistaken mm -hmm. um and i i like i can understand like some of it like like i told you today dude like i i slept i slept so damn long today and honestly i didn't do much of my day so it kind of makes me like feel pretty shitty you know but mm -hmm. here's the thing like tomorrow i'm gonna go snowboard and then thursday i have work friday i pull a double saturday i, I work some more and then so you know what i'm saying so it's like i got stuff on my plate for the week so right. it's like i wasted today and that kind of sucks i'm not gonna get today back you know but at least i've got things like cooking up for me the next coming days but i think a lot of guys like this is kind of the life they live like they just play a lot of video games right and and they just, you know, like they like veg out to, to pornography um, and they don't have a lot of stuff going on in their lives. But that being said, it's like their own fault because they haven't like 
created that atmosphere you know what i'm saying i do to like have a lot of things going on for them and they don't have the, they certainly a lot of them lack like the discipline to you know just meditate or read you know read a book or you know do something productive with their time um so i don't know it's yeah i mean we're definitely the dating market is out of whack and men and women are starting to reverse roles but a, a lot of me wonders if like if that's like a, a sign of the times or well i guess i guess for me i wonder like which one is you know like what came first the chicken or the egg mm -hmm. like i wonder what happened first like if men started becoming like more like feminine first or if women started becoming more masculine first women became perhaps it happened first. simultaneously I know I, I think from my opinion I think women became more masculine first because I do uh, you know we could go deep into this but it's like you know women first started you know just like for black people like women you know they had to fight for equal rights right now they gotta fight to you know to get equal equal pay or whatever um so they're 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 gonna I, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it I'm sorry that was Anyways, but, uh, you know, and they, they keep on fighting each time. It's kind of like the black community. They keep on fighting for shit that's already there. And, like, I'm going to say this as a black person. Everyone, no matter, I mean, like, truthfully, black, like, between black and white people, my black friends have been more racist than white people. And, you know, these black people complain and they ask for shit. And they think they deserve more, just like these women think they deserve more. But in the end of the day, we're in the same hot tub together. Dude, I did see this. We're in the same fucking hot tub. I saw this video on YouTube, like yeah. in a, like in a city council and somewhere in California, and like yeah. there was like some black people. They were asking for like two. They were saying like two hundred thousand dollars should be like the minimum for um, what's uh, what's that called? Reparations. Oh, he <laughs> goes, <"Ugh."> dude, <laughs> you're gonna hate me. You're gonna hate me for this joke. Uh, don't cancel me, guys. Um. <laughs> the funniest the funniest thing though as a black man you know you know native so natives they get to keep land and like native americans they get to keep land and they get money and they get casinos obviously they built the casinos whatever us black people get scholarships everyone gets scholarships you know and uh, i'm not i'm not blaming anybody i'm not saying hey i deserve this but you know speaking for the you know the black the black community that you know that you know thinks that they're they're owed something i i mean where where, where is our you know what, what else do we get i mean you got a scholarship actually no i don't have a scholarship oh you don't okay well one, someone has a scholarship who's white your skin color and uh you know we're black we get scholarships whatever cool what more i i'm not i i'm just speaking for them truthfully i don't i don't think i deserve anything but uh you know because because i'm black um but that the those are just my thoughts. And I, I just think that's a little bit funny, you know, because natives get it. You know, what the fuck did they give us? You know, we 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 made that shirt on your back. So anyways. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> we made that shirt on your back, my brother. We 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 built this, we built this city, bro. We built yeah, this see. city on you built Albuquerque, bro? Yeah, we, dude. Last Albuquerque. time I, am pretty sure back in, like, I'm pretty sure Albuquerque wasn't a state to, like, 1912, or New Mexico. Okay, sorry. I was about to say. 
Um, no, New Mexico was, yeah, you're right. You're, you, God, you're a genius, man. What the New Mexico is the 47th state. So yeah, it took a long, long time. Yeah. I'm just saying that city specifically. No, <laughs> dude. Well, we, we built something, man. We, you know, we, I don't, anyways, just speaking from the people, yeah, no, no, I won't, I won't from the BLM that. supporters who, who finally, and I hope all the BLM supporters realize it was a fucking scam. And if they don't realize it was a scam, you are stupid. You are naive. I love you still because you're black, but you are stupid, naive, and you will always be in a victimhood mindset. Damn. That's, I love everyone, not just because you're black, but I'm just that's saying. That's the thing, though, bro, is like, right now. well, I just feel like that's such a problem with with everybody, really. With everybody, I think, everybody feels like they deserve, women feel like they deserve something. Black people feel like they deserve something. Fucking, even white people, white men feel like they fucking deserve something, you know? It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's just. No one owns you shit. That's the thing, dude. Like, no one, oh. if you want to eat all, you want, if you want to eat at the table, like, you have to put in work, dude. You have to pull your weight. And that's the thing. That's like, it's, nothing's getting done in it, it seems like anymore, bro. Cause everyone right. just, you know, everyone, everyone wants hand, hand me outs, dude. Mm hmm. And like, I don't understand where this mindset comes from to begin with. Cause like, like, I, like I said, I like to work, bro. I like to go like there is shit to be done, man. Every day. Like there right. is just more stuff, you know, that can be done and better. Ooh, sorry. You're, you're, you're damn right. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to shift the topic a little bit. Hopefully uh, nobody got heated off of uh, our. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. If Sorry if anyone's offended. But if you are offended, thank you for listening for this long. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, honestly, you know, your views mean a lot. After like five seconds, we get a view. So it, it counts. As long as you tune for five seconds, that all that's all that matters. Please, um, just five seconds. I need just five seconds. Just five seconds. Then you could, you know, if you don't want to hear this intelligent. Mindset. You have to listen to me for five seconds. Just five seconds. Just five seconds so I can make money. <laughs> we're not making money but but um all right what's another big thing you know truthfully going around right now in this world that's very controversial it's on the news a lot of people don't like to watch the news because blah 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 you know whatever that's their prerogative that's you know that's the way they want to go cool but what's something big that's brewing because one i did see is how elon is looking for a ceo for twitter and he's not even trying to run twitter anymore and then my boy you know tyler he sent me this video about how elon Quintana? and i'm not i'm not a i don't keep up with celebrities but this tyler is just because they run us huh tyler who Quintana. okay and he sent me this video of like elon he showed up to this like halloween or christmas party wearing some like devil stuff bro and it was it, it, it had this really deep story it's kind of like those conspiracy conspiracy theory illuminatis and like to get get to it are all the billionaires aliens are they old <laughs> aliens or lizards or illuminate like why like well mark zuckerberg's a lizard that's he's a lizard for sure, sure. <laughs> but i don't know if they're aliens that's hilarious man that, that just came out of nowhere it just, it just amazes me though it's like what like these these guys really know like how controversy works what people are focusing on and everything because like i do feel like he wore that devil outfit for attention I didn't see it, bro. But Honestly, uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I, haven't yet I mean, he, I, I, but, but like, what is, like, truthfully, what is happening? Cause like, we, you know, a lot of people look at Elon as the good guy. Oh, he's the good billionaire. All these other billionaires, like Bill Gates, are assholes. 
He's the good billionaire. And then that's how you kind of get looped into being his slave. It's like, no matter what, we are always in the matrix. And I, I, I just think it's freaking weird. But going back to what I was saying with Elon is that like, yeah, he was, he was wearing that, that devil stuff. And I just, I don't know. I used to love Elon until, you know, until I saw that video and uh, I just really thought it was that you, that you mentioned that. Cause I actually kind of had like a really interesting thought the other day. Yeah. Um, the fact being like, I haven't read, I have yet to read the Dune books. I'm not sure if you've, if you know Dune, but it was yeah. pretty big, pretty like they dropped them. I think it was like a movie for it or something on Netflix or something recently. And it's a pretty big deal, but like the border, like the main topic or like the main talking point of that whole series is like being like being like cynical yeah. and um like being wary of um charismatic leaders yeah you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying that elon musk is a, is necessarily charismatic because he's actually kind of kind of awkward very um you saw the thing his little um so his interview with no with no with dave chappelle i did not see that one though no. you see that dave chappelle had him at a comedy club and like he came up or he came out and he like introduced him and the crowd started booing him and then like i mean it was in california you know like the most liberal of all states so i don't yeah. know why they thought that was a good idea to begin with and he was like, <laughs> i'm rich bitch and left yeah. But anyways, man, like, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Cause I feel like a lot of people are like, like, Oh, Elon's the savior. Like he's the only good billionaire, but you're right, dude. It's like, well, hold on. Like, yeah. cause that dude's definitely got some skeletons in his closet as well. I mean, you're trying know? to put chips in our head. He's what? You're trying to put chips in our head. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, dude, you know. I had a really interesting thought. Cause like, I am. Um, and not to get like all political, but like, honestly, I like Ron DeSantis. Like during COVID when the <gasps> whole. Like, oh. <laughs> when the whole world like went draconian <laughs> and, you know, economies were frozen overnight and people's mm -hmm. livelihoods were destroyed. Yeah. Like that was the only place it seemed like where they still like the people had freedom and like yeah. the, 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 the federals had like no say in people's lives. But I was like thinking to myself the other day, I was like, what if, you know, and obviously I don't know, obviously I'm just talking silly, but it's kind of like, like what you were saying earlier, like people, some people think Elon's is really good guy, but it's just like, eh, hold on a second. Like for a long time there, I was like really convinced that Ron DeSantis is a good guy. And maybe he is, maybe he is. I don't, I don't know his intentions, but like, I was thinking like, man, if someone really wanted to like, if someone like really wanted to install like a like a a coup, like an autocratic you know coup into the country, I think that's like a really good way to get it done. Is like present someone as like, and that's because that's what what happened, dude. Like, you know, Fox has just has groomed this guy essentially to be the next right wing presidential candidate, and all on the basis of freedom. And that being said, he has provided a lot of freedom to Floridians. And mm -hmm. if he, if he is elected, hopefully he would bring freedom to everybody, you know, but that being said, man, like if you really wanted to, to install like an autocratic coup, I feel like that'd be the best way to go about it. Like groom, groom someone, 
you know, for years and show them like, this is, you know, a champion of the people, like he will fight for you, yada, yada, yada. And then, because if that's like what you believe, then you'd be willing to sign over everything to this, to this guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's a silly idea. It was a silly idea, but it was a pretty like, pretty eye-opening moment for me where I was just like, I feel like I kind of like really liked him and just followed him blindly for a while. And then mm -hmm. I, I I, the other day I was like it's okay to question you know his motives like totally I don't know it's just a really thought-provoking interesting moment for me in which I thought like huh maybe maybe there could be better options I don't know what I do I know about there could be but that was very interesting you know diving deep into that that was very very interesting steven thank you for sharing that yeah, sorry and sorry, um sorry for my monologue <laughs> dude no worries man i'm, I'm chugging a 1554 um how is it how is your 1554 dude it's good watch this is a since we're you know new belgium is that a darker beer it's uh i, I think a belgium's a darker beer yeah like a i just stout? grabbed it from the fridge i don't know oh, uh, <laughs> i was just drinking a uh a modelo michelada chilada Michelada. Chilada. Yeah, they're called Chilada. They're good. They're, good. they're just yeah. like, they're super weak. I think only like 3.5%. So you'd have yeah. to drink a ton to kind of feel something. Understandable. Hey, so Steven, since we're nearing kind of the end of this episode, do you want to leave uh, the audience with anything or just, you know, one big tip? Or actually, no, no, no. no. Let, let's backtrack five steps. Thank you again, everybody, for tuning into our conversation um, where we talk about, you know, just issues within the world. And, you know, we discuss our thoughts as we grow to become rich um, as you're on the Rich Before Commas podcast. But Stephen, what's one book you could recommend to somebody who hates politics, but could at least get a decent understanding instead of just being oblivious and naive? And just think that they're better just because they don't watch the news. Oh man. Okay. Um let me think. So like I'll drink so, while you think. So you wait, you, you're saying a book that someone could read that like that isn't interested in politics but can like help them kind just of an understanding. Because I mean everyone watches the news and oh fuck Trump, fuck Biden, blah blah blah. And I, I mean, and this is something I thought was cool, too, because I used to be that guy until I, I joined this, you know, real estate team. And one of them said, Remsa, you know what really affects you is your state laws. Your state laws truthfully impact you, not the federal laws. Federal laws doesn't really impact you. State laws impact you. So, you know, you, you know, get involved in that. You know, even though you don't, you know, even even if you don't, they're not telling me this. I love the news and I love politics. But even if you don't like the news, still be involved in your state because, hey, you might not like politics or fuck mayor color whatever but we could have got a soccer stadium for united soccer team in downtown but no one decided to vote because they think they're better than that and i just thought it was crazy i was like you that's guys just ruined a great opportunity no that's a really good point like i think the thing is is like on a large scale it's really hard to get things done mm -hmm. it seems as if it just be the larger things become like the more bureaucratic it becomes right which then just becomes bickering yeah um on a smaller level it's definitely easier to impact people and you know like whether that be good or, or bad so so what yeah. book would you recommend just because we're uh, kind of short on time here 
depends. I don't know if I have a book on that that I could recommend. I'm well, just a book on life then, or just something that, you know, would really help people. Okay. Yeah. Right now I'm reading, um, what's it called? Morning. Sorry. Let me look it up. Well, I have it in my living room, but I don't want to leave. Shit. I can't remember what it's called. Morning. Yeah, that's it. Morning Miracle, dude. It's by Hal Elrod. My brother actually sent it to me. Okay. Um, you know Joey, super good guy. Yeah. Love him. Um, but he's essentially just like the the whole basis of it is that you know, and it's funny because earlier I was just talking about how like I slept in late as shit, like literally, yeah. like I woke up at seven and then was up for two hours, went back to bed for like almost another five hours. Like that never happens. Yet I did yeah. that, and then I right. felt bad. I felt guilty. I'm like, oh, I didn't do shit with my day. Well, essentially, like the whole principle is like. <clears throat> what you do within like the first hour of your day is so bloody important well, and can determine your whole life. Because yeah. the thing is, is minutes become days, days become weeks, weeks become months and months become years, you know? And if you, if you, if you are waking, if you like are giving yourself positive affirmations the night before I'm going to wake up feeling energized, I'm going to wake up and right. get, you know, I'm not going to take, the easy way I'm going to take the right way. I'm going to, you know, do what needs to be done. Um, essentially saying that like, you know, the, the first hour of your day is the most important and you should have some sort of ritual that gets you ready, that gets you prepared, Yeah. you know, that gets you in a good mental headspace. Okay. So could you repeat that book one last time, just since yeah. we're really short on time? You're good. Morning Miracle by Hal Elrod. Super Morning good. Miracle. Yeah, All right, I'm guys. like halfway through it. So it's, it's, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. It talks a lot about accountability and whatnot too. And yeah. how, you know, yeah. you have to create the life that you want. Okay, cool. Well, there's your guys' book recommendation. Thank you guys for tuning in. Bye.